0: You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network.
1: Who's played a whole lot of uh, puzzle games? And who, like, Googled puzzle games right before we started recording?
0: Uh, I mean, I did a little... A little of both? A little of both. <laughs> a little of both, yeah. A little
1: of both. Because I'm just saying, I know when one of you is bullshitting about a game you've never actually played, but you have it on your list. Hey, I'm just saying. Just I'm be- like Santa Claus.
0: I have never done that, except when I have done it, I've called it out that I either have barely played it or, or know of it. Uh, but sometimes okay. they deserve mentioning. I think right. between the four of us, we'll have enough puzzle games. Uh, where we're, oh, God. We won't have
1: to lie. But I do have seven here that I have played all of them. Hey, really really quick, though. Yeah. Uh do point and click adventure games count as puzzle games? They better. I would, I would say <laughs> yes. Yeah, because most of them have like puzzle
2: mechanics. So, yeah, I would say okay. that's fair. Thank you for that ruling. <laughs>
0: yes. Judges, I mean, I have spoken. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. I did want to look up because now you got me wondering, like, Puzzle games. <laughs> like... Now he's now he's <laughs> Let me just uh, look something up real quick, guys. <laughs> hey no. guys. Uh... No, I just wanted to see what Wikipedia has to say because maybe that can clear things up.
2: Well, I know uh, Seventh Guest and Eleventh Hour are on there. All right, and those are point-and-click games. So. I have mm-hmm. I have
1: seventeen games on my list. Oh shit! <laughs> nice because I know one of you motherfuckers is going to take each of these.
0: Yeah, so. I, I do imagine there's going to be some crossover. and I, 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 That's why oh, I've, yeah. I, I went a little extra this week, knowing that probably all of them are going to be uh, repeats. Here we go. According to Wikipedia, puzzle video games make up a broad genre of video games that emphasize puzzle solving. Thanks, Wikipedia. Ah. The types huh. of, The types of puzzles can test many problem-solving skills, including logic. Pattern recognition, sequence solving, spatial recognition, and word completion. All right. Well, I think um, all the ones that are on my list apply. How about you guys? Yeah. -hmm. Yes. Well, well, there you go. There's the ground rules for our puzzle games. That's right. That is the uh, topic on this week's episode of the 16 bit gladiators. This is our video game themed podcast where we get together every week and talk about uh, a topic or a genre. Uh, Perhaps a series of video games as we've done in the past with uh, Legend of Zelda and uh, Super Mario Brothers and soon to be coming uh, the Metroid series Mm -hmm. in the next couple of weeks. Uh, But that is not this week. It is not this day. This day we talk about puzzle games. Uh, Joining us as always is uh, Jay Gunn. Hello, Jay. Hello, hello. Once again, gracing us with his presence is Joe Cucinati. Hello, Joe. I can't wait to get into all 16 of these bits. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and once again, serial podcaster uh, Jason Jasinski joining us. Hello, Jason. How you doing? You want to check us out on the socials? You can do so on our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page, 16 Bit Gladiators. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at 16 Bit Gladiators. And uh, if you can't remember that, we'll just remember 16bitgladiators.com. That is our website where we have links to said social networks, as well as uh, handy little subscribe buttons for this podcast. subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or uh, I think we're even on Google-Fi. Uh, not on Stadia, though. That's, that's to be sure. Nothing, nothing's on Stadia nowadays. Oh uh, no. Hey, before we jump into our topic, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had Jason on. Uh, and it's been a couple of weeks since we've talked about what games we're playing. So I uh, kind of wanted to go around the room, talk about uh, what video games are gracing our TV screens or handhelds. Uh, Joe, speaking of handhelds, what are you playing nowadays?
1: Both of my games that I'm playing right now are in handheld. Mm. Uh, still working on Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yes. uh, I'm 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 in the the end of the game, like I'm basically in the final stretch of it, uh, and it's it's not bad. It's fun, kind of getting that 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 origin story, like what happened before the events of Final Fantasy VII. But it is a whole lot of just like needless bullshit, like busy work, like making you go from one end of a large map to the other just to kill time like and that that seemed to be kind of indicative of those PSP like early handheld games yeah. where they're like well we want people to get their money worth money's worth so it's got to be a long game right well should we make it a long game by putting like cool fun challenging stuff in it No, just make it load like really slow and have them have to go from one end of the map to the other. And like having a whole bunch of like a a bulk of this game is just a bunch of disconnected individual missions Mm. that you do. And I think we talked about this last week. Uh, And it just it's so it gets so tedious that I can't wait for it to be done. Um (laughs) But once I finish up with this, I'll I'll work on Dirge of Cerberus on the on the PS3. Uh I also picked up the new WarioWare for the Switch, oh. which is so fun. Yeah. It's yeah. just what a great time waster, time killer. I'm not sure if it falls under the puzzle game genre, mm, but it's pretty damn fun and there yeah. might be some more talk about it later on. Yeah.
0: They're more yeah. like mini it, challenges, right?
1: It, yeah, it's yeah. more like little little
0: mini games. I remember
2: um when it the the Wii version came out, and I you know I had seen like on DS, and I think Game Boy was the first one that that came out, and I don't remember them being like little just these little mini challenge games, but I got the Wii version of it, and it's like, holy shit, this is a blast!
0: Have they improved the graphics any? Because I remember, uh, yeah, that one on the Wii that Jay was mentioning being pretty uh pretty rudimentary. It's yeah.
1: it's kind of been uprezzed a bit, but it still retains some of that like wow, almost yeah. Paper Mario esque yeah. kind of graphic design. Um but it's just like it's so funny. Like it's 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 full of so much like it's got so much humor. It makes it fun and engaging just to get into these little games. Uh I, I love it. And from what I understand, because I never played the Wii version, this game actually collects a lot of like the levels and stuff from the previous versions of the game. Ah. Oh, cool.
2: Okay. Yeah, I've I've got it on my uh my to buy list.
0: Yeah, nice. forward to it,
3: uh, Jason. What about you, man? Playing anything fun? Yeah, I'm still chugging through uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh yeah, well that's
1: a long oh, one. Wow, uh, I so, couldn't make it through that one. I, could, yeah. I couldn't make. I got about halfway through, and I was just like, I'm so bored with this game. No, oh, no, it's such a, it's such a slog compared
3: to the original, um, and I don't know why. I don't think. Uh, the story is engaging. I mean, it's okay, but it's, it's still almost the same type of story. It's just, it doesn't feel right.
1: I think part of yeah. the issue, Jason, is that we just spent three games, like, living through this epic story. And then it's like, well, what else is there to say? <laughs> like, we really right. put a a really wonderful bow at the end of that third one that's like, what what else yeah. is there?
3: Yeah, it's just... It's weird. I, I hope that when the new one comes out and it's supposed to tie everything together, uh, that it will feel more like home, you yeah. know? Um, but yeah, that's that's all I'm playing right now. Uh, you know, I just dumped a shit ton of cash on a video card that I'm going to play a <laughs> seven-year-old game on, you know?
0: <laughs> I love that. We, yeah, we get the cutting-edge technology and then we end up uh, just playing Tetris on, yep. on, yeah, on my right. on PS4 exactly. Pro.
1: Well, Jason, you're an aliens fan, right? Have you not played that Fire Team game or whatever it's called? Uh, if it's multiplayer, no, I haven't. Oh, okay. It definitely it's, is that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's. I
2: think it has a single player mode, but it is. Oh. It's definitely geared for multiplayer. multiplayer. It's
1: like a. It's. Yeah. It's not. It's not PvP multiplayer though. It's right, like right. kind of like a Left 4 Dead kind of thing, like where it's like co-op. a group multiplayer co-op. Oh, okay, I got yeah. you. Yeah. It got looks time, fun man. as hell.
3: It does. It looks fun as hell. Hmm. Yeah, they'll have, they'll, there's going to have to be something that comes out that that just shows off how much this video card can do. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll see. What game I'll, is I'll that? Turn,
2: you can turn Cyberpunk up to ultra. There you go. Yeah,
1: Cyberpunk <sighs> look good.
3: Yeah, but is Cyberpunk really a good game?
1: Yeah, oh. I mean it's it's not the bad. Five minutes is awesome. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> not, not bad. as far as I've gotten it's into bad. it so far. Not because uh, I don't like it, because I'm playing other stuff. Uh, yeah. Right,
3: right. Well, I, and I I installed it you know, day after or whatever. And yeah. I I, t- I tried, you know, I just couldn't definitely. get into it. I don't.
2: Yeah, definitely make Jason, sure. You can make a woman with a dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what else could you possibly want? <laughs> the culmination definitely of 40 years work. worth of video games. That's right. Yes. <laughs> we finally, we finally gotten
0: there. 43 no.
1: years old. I'm making a character in that game and I'm giggling when I see a penis. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Penis. No, I, I feel you. I've gotten about as far into that game. um right. And just haven't had the desire to go back, but I, I will. I will make myself because uh, I'm I'm sure there's a great game in there. I just haven't, haven't gotten make there yet. Make sure you
2: update it, though. That's the thing. Oh, well, absolutely. I've yeah.
3: seen, you know, there's like 30 gig worth of updates. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I... Oh, that that was, they just released like another 25 gig patch for yeah. it.
3: So. Yeah. Right. Like, and with, I mean, it was 50 gig when it dropped so i mean oh, yeah, 80 gig 120 gig yeah. i mean well uh, that had probably all the language packs and everything I oh that's true yeah. That.
0: yeah i think that was part of the reason i bounced off it too uh the minute i ran into somebody who was eating a floating hamburger i was like oh this yeah. this is still uh <laughs> kind of buggy yep it was L- like a <laughs> little bit of beta she has <laughs> yeah, so more like alpha jesus
1: dude you'll still run into those things though i'm trying to get jay trying to get him Red to play Dead. some Red Dead and the thing is like on Red Dead Online you'll still run into situations where like an NPC is riding an invisible horse like, 20 <laughs> that's feet awesome. in the air. Hey that's not a bug that's saying, a feature. Yes. <laughs> like where do I get that horse? <laughs> that's, that's the edible Joe. It's an- <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe it's the edible. <laughs> there you that's go. a good point. Don't do drugs kids. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but if you're going to do them play video games because play video right. game. more uh, enjoyable.
1: Right. When I get on when I play Red Dead a lot of times when I play I kind of do this weird, like, role play. Um, Uh-oh. It's, it's not, a, I'm not, like, John super Wayne. committed, but I, I like to try to, like, I'm, I'm, like, narrating what I do. So I'll be kind of walking, you know, riding across the land. I'll be like, I was riding across a desolate land <laughs> where my spirit and hopes could find no purchase. Exactly. Little playing in the background. I saw <laughs> a fire on the horizon. I thought I might go check it out. There may be people in need of my assistance. Yippee ki yay! Yippee So that's what if you guys ever decide to tune into me playing Red Dead, especially <laughs> that's what you have in store. So maybe uh, maybe stay away. Where can they find you on Twitch? <laughs> uh, at Next Wave Joe, you could see me play stuff. Or if you even go there now, you can see a couple of videos of uh, of some previous games I've played. You can see me kill a predator in Ghost Recon <laughs> oh, yeah. Wildlands. Oh, that yeah. video is kick ass because like it was. Eight o'clock in the morning. The kids were still asleep. I've been trying for like three months to kill the predator in this game. And like, I felt like I couldn't do it without a team. So I ended up going in solo and fucking killed this guy. And like, all I wanted nice. to do was scream and cry. And I was trying, I'm trying to keep it down. So I'm just like, Oh my God. Oh my God. But I got it captured on video. So I was super stoked about that. Proof. There you
0: go. If you want to check that out? Go to Twitch. Uh, well, as far as games that uh, I am playing, uh, I think the last time we talked, uh, I was going through the Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels, aka yeah, Super Mario Brothers yeah. Two Japan. You, you heard me talk about how much I hated that game, uh, and yeah. the the hate still. Actually, you know what? The hate subsided a little bit. We, we got into the flow. We get it. It's 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 almost like uh, a, a mod of the original Super Mario Brothers yeah. is what it is with super difficult levels. Uh, mm-hmm. This game will punish you, uh, but uh, finally went through all of the uh, four or five extra worlds or whatever. Um, yeah. So now all out of Super Mario Brothers games, I have now played and beat them all. Uh, so yeah. we moved on to uh, you beat the lost levels. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Went all the way
1: through. That's, it. that's impressive. Holy yeah, um, that is impressive. Jay and I tried doing that, and we like yeah. well. We Uh, we hit a wall. We noped out.
0: Well, a little thing called save states is what made that possible. It's no way. Like, literally, going through a level is is jump over this hole. Do this really difficult thing. Okay, save it. Save state. (laughs) (laughs) Die ten times trying to do the next thing. Do it right. All right, save state again. Like, just methodically going through each level. That's the only way to beat that game, I'm convinced. Yeah.
1: Jay and I have had discussions like that where I've... Like, there have been a couple of games that I've kind of gone back and played through, and I'm like, man, I just... I kind of cheated my way through it. And, and I was like, Jay's like, good for you. You know, we don't have to prove anything. <laughs> no. <Sure>. no.
0: <laughs> Life's too short to play Battletoads in that one level oh, over God. and, That's and right. over again. Oh, That's my God. God Blisters yes. on your thumbs. Uh, but I've moved on from that, uh, said goodbye to Mario Brothers 2 and on to a little indie game called Scully. You guys familiar with this one? Came out a couple years ago. I've heard that's really good. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that's really good. Well, allow me to be the person to say it's not really good. Because... Uh, uh, now, oh no. Jenna is loving it. And I'm pretty sure she's in the other room playing it right now. She's kind of gotten a, a, a hold of it, a feel. It's a little more forgiving uh, with games like that. Uh, for me, the controls are way too loosey. There's, we take... For granted, like some of these really good indie games, which I'm sure we'll talk about soon, um, because a lot of, a lot of puzzle games are are made by indie developers, but a lot of the ones we've, we've played that are famous, really nicely polished. They feel like, you know, they had bigger budget or, you know, there's, there's triple A talent behind it. And this is one of those ones that very much feels like an independent game. It's kind of rough around the edges. Controls aren't as tight. Uh, some great voice acting in there, enjoying that about the game, but, um, uh, I expect a little more out of out of a game, but you know, kind of visually and from a gameplay standpoint, a little repetitive. Um and there's just some, some difficult stuff in there for difficulty's sake. So uh I tortured myself enough with Mario Brothers too. Uh <laughs> I am bouncing off of Scully. Uh and into some rock band. Did you guys see that? I've found a rock band set. Yes. Oh, oh my, my gosh, awesome. eBay. I had to drop a little bit of coinage on it, but I was inspired by our music and rhythm episode. Want we'll to listen to that from a few weeks back. We did an episode about music and rhythm games. Uh, and of course, guitar hero and rock band were mentioned. And uh, yeah, I had a hankering for a hunk of rock band, and uh, but I have not yet set it up. But we'll have to get, um, when when we start seeing each other in person again. We'll have to have a little rock band party. We're we're gonna
2: have a little rock band party. Six feet apart. Six feet apart. (laughs) Yes,
0: exactly. Just buy some USB extension cords we can play from different (laughs) rooms. Uh, maybe an HDMI splitter. All right. I
1: think one of those games has some kind of like online like co-op.
0: I think that's Rock Band Four, maybe?
1: Yeah, I think. It was definitely one of the later ones for sure. I I
3: I didn't realize they were on to rock band four. Yeah, 2015. Or-
0: it was like the 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 next gen, the PS4 and Xbox One. That was their yeah. their version. Gotcha. And then they've kind of let it uh, lay dormant. But hey, we got a whole new generation of uh, consoles. Maybe we'll see a yeah. Rock Band Five in our future. And
2: that's when what was it, it was uh, Guitar Hero Live as well came that's- about that time.
3: That's right. Yep. Yeah. Surprised it's not in VR yet.
0: Oh, oh
2: man!
3: There become... is uh, uh, there is a game that just
2: came out, or it's a demo of a game that just dropped. It's not a rock band yet, but this one's like a, a piano. So oh. you're you're playing piano in in VR. Oh, That's wow! One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: That's good use but of I'm, I'm
2: sure that's leading up to leading up to like a full-on rock band coming in
0: all right we'll uh, tune in next year when that game comes out and we'll be talking about VR rock band but uh, for now the topic of the week is uh, puzzle games we all know what puzzle games are uh, and mm-hmm. in fact before we go around the horn start talking about some of our favorite puzzle games let's just get the big one out of the way. Uh, because there are many iterations uh, of Tetris, this motherfucker. That's yeah. right. Motherfucker well, I mean, right we, here. we've yeah. all—if we didn't have it on our list, uh, it was always in the back of our heads. And it, yeah, it is so huge and just looms large over the puzzle gaming genre. Uh, we didn't want to save it to the end. Let's let's talk about it because there's a lot of iterations too. Now, I quick but, question.
3: Yeah, has everybody's mom here played Tetris? Oh yeah, I think so.
0: Okay. I think so, man. Oh, yeah.
3: Because I got it for Christmas, and I think my mom yeah. played it more than I did. It was really a Christmas present yeah. to me we, for We've her, had for weekends her. like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and, and that just speaks to, like, its accessibility. Like, um, it doesn't take long to kind of figure out. It's easy,
1: easy, yep. easy to learn, difficult to master. Difficult to master. Yep,
0: that's master, right. Yep. It makes a great puzzle game. And that's Tetris, man. It's uh, comprised of, what, four different shapes of blocks? We all know what Tetris is. Yeah. Um, And of course, you know, if you listen to our handheld episode from last week, we talked about the original Game Boy, and I want... Did did that ship with Tetris? Was that a pack-in?
1: No. No. Oh, it It wasn't a pack-in? It wasn't. Not originally, no. Tetris wasn't a pack-in originally. It may have been later on down the line.
0: I think it was, because I feel like the one I owned came with Tetris, and for a while, it was the only Game Boy game I owned.
1: Mine did not. Yeah? Yeah. It it was the only thing that you needed, really, to have on a game, but, like, I, I liken Tetris to Wii Sports. Yes. Like, for the longest time, I only owned Wii Sports. Yeah, a lot of people. And I was perfectly fine with that. Like, even when I bought other games for the Wii, I never played any of them as much as I played Wii Sports. Tetris was a strong puzzle game. Like, the the rules were clear. The gameplay was tight. The music was perfect for what it was. Mm -hmm. And, like, the difficulty ramped up so smoothly yes. as you were playing yes. the game um until you got to like that last like bit of difficulty where it was like oh my god this is way too fast uh, uh tetris is so great and obviously it's a great game because it's endured for so long and now you've got uh you know the iterations like tetris 99 yes i think is that what it is that's what i was gonna where, uh, about, yeah. yeah now you could play it competitively against other people yes. and try to knock each other out like it's it's a really great and fresh way to look at Tetris. But even if you don't want to play competitive, Tetris is still a great game. Like I recently gave my daughter my Game Boy and she picked up Tetris and started getting the hang of it. And we have a blast going back and forth trying to play through levels. Like this has made her and it's already kind of been her gateway into other puzzle games too. Ooh, which awesome. we'll talk about later. But like because she got the mechanics of Tetris, it's it's opened her up to other games. Immediately, which is awesome. Awesome,
0: awesome. Oh, yeah, I love hearing that. Who here what? hasn't
1: packed a moving truck and credited their their skill <laughs> at Tetris? <laughs> yep, like I think absolutely. everybody does that when you pack a moving truck and you do it just right. You're like, I'm a Tetris master, man. Like that's absolutely.
0: I, I did want to, since, since Joe, you were talking about iterations of it, um, talk about what your your favorite iteration of a Tetris game is. Joe, you mentioned Tetris '99. We have been playing that a lot in the last in, in, in pandemic year. Um, but also, what's that one that came out for the, the PlayStation 4 last year that's really kind of trippy? Well, I think it's Tetris Effect. Tetris Effect, that's exactly what it's mm-hmm. called. You yeah. want to talk about a game to uh, chew edibles on and then play. It's yeah. Tetris Effect, man, because they throw... Now, it's not to a distracting point, um, but each each kind of level uh, has a, a different mood and a different graphical style. I mean, it's, it's all Tetris in the middle, but the, the images surrounding it. Uh, and yeah, if you're into VR, that's one that, uh, translates well to VR. What about you, Jake? Uh,
2: hmm. there was one on, I think it came out, uh, with the DS and it was a, it was basically like a multiplayer, uh, version of Tetris had several different things. So there was, there was a co-op version on it that you could both work together to try to take out, to do all the levels. Mm -hmm. And then you also had the versus version. And, uh, you would basically, as the player that you were playing against, if they got, you know, however many lines, two, three, four lines, you would just get trash blocks that <laughs> would come dumping into yours and you would have to deal with that to try to get rid of them. You could get rid of all those trash blocks and they don't get punished for them. But when you start getting your lines out, then they start getting punished for it. So it was just this whole mm-hmm. back and forth play on it. I like that. And I think it was just Tetris DS, is what it was called.
0: Hmm. Anybody have played the original Tetris from Tengen on the uh oh, yes. right on now. the on the NES, on the NES, yeah, on the NES. Yeah, I think uh, yep. I think everybody's agreed that's kind of like the better version of the NES uh, Tetris before still... Nintendo could out. Oh, you yeah, have it? I think I still have it. I think I still have oh, it. Oh man, you needed yeah. a pretty penny for that. Really? Oh, uh, I do. Motive, at that. Yeah, that's those are hard to come by. <laughs> Move over Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> Got to start Tetris mining. Well, speaking of Bitcoin, uh, Jason, uh, you have a favorite iteration of Tetris?
3: You know, it would either be the original or like, uh, what was it, Dr. Mario? Yes. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, that that one was pretty fun. I think, you know, that I think that was the, the first head-to-head uh, Tetris mm-hmm. game. You know, before, I think you're right. before yeah. Dr. Mario, I don't think there was where you could play two people. You know, and and just like you were talking about Jay with the, I guess it was the Tetris effect where they had the trash blocks coming in. You mm-hmm. know, there was some kind of mechanic, uh, and I can't remember exactly what it was with with Dr. Mario. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know, I they, think they, they made, like more viruses. It was the, the little viruses. Yeah, they would yeah. drop yeah. down That's... into your opponent's yeah. vial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh so uh, you know they they really took uh, a great idea and and actually made it better and usually that doesn't happen. That's a good yeah. point.
0: Um, Interesting that you kind of compare that or, or or say it's it's a version of Tetris. I I guess in essence it is. Um <laughs> but I think the reason we associate that is because didn't they they get they released like a Dr. Mario Tetris all in one card. They did. Yeah. 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 And so I, I I've, I've, I believe I have that, and those, yeah, those two games are kind of linked in my head. Uh, mm-hmm. And for good reason. Yeah, I love Dr. Mario.
3: I mean, if if you really think about it, I mean, without Tetris, I don't think there would be, like, a Candy Crush. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. No, not, yeah. No, yeah. not yeah. At, at all. You know, it, it bond. Yes, the yeah. jewel. Um, you know, all of these things that have made, you know, billions of dollars yeah. in, you know, uh, time wasting mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we all have to thank for some Russian dude <laughs> <laughs> right. that's right. right
0: and you know I, I will say though that some of uh, what these Tetris clones don't have is that song um, yeah. Even today in the showers, I was thinking about this game. Uh, that song popped into my head. Exactly. Russian techno in the day. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually have a uh, like a techno remix of that song, which I, I love. But yeah, it's it's not very long. It repeats over and over again as you're playing. I think there's a there's it's another like, music. It's option.
1: putting <Wales> subliminal messages into our heads. That's right. That's
0: yeah. activating sleeper cells
1: die capitalistic you will die (laughs) (laughs) well
3: i think that's that's part of the like the maddening yes you know that it it, that song is just grinding in your head as you're trying to over and over and over yes it
0: does yeah Yeah. Yeah. yes it does yep that's Uh, something
1: nintendo really they know how to play off of your anxiety yeah but the music go faster and you're like come on what
0: Mm start making mistakes Did you guys ever have
1: to like turn the volume down on a game because it was stressing you out? You know, Did you ever yeah. have to do that? I I oh, try yeah. it
0: but but uh, what what happens is it's even more difficult to play without the sound. Like there's something yeah. about It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You should be able to play a video game just by looking at it, but damn it, I need to hear the little sound of Mario bouncing, or I need that music to keep me going. It's all part of the experience. Uh, Before we get back into Dr. Mario, Joe, uh,
1: favorite iteration of Tetris. You brought it up. Well, I mean, man, so Jason talked about Dr. Mario. Games like Dr. Mario that are kind of like based on Tetris. I mean, you've got games like Yoshi, uh, which kind of work the same way. What? Where you've got Mario with a tray. And like Yoshi drops like two oh, things down, yeah. and you've got to like kind of switch the positions with Mario holding the trays. Um, and there's another game that's a lot like that that Harper loves. It's called Pac Mania, and what mm. it does is it drops it drops like a ghost and maybe Pac Man or a dot or like another ghost or whatever, and you've got to kind of arrange them. And the way that you get rid of them. Is when you get like three in a row and Pac-Man or something, he'll end up they'll become blue ghosts and he can eat them ah. and he'll eat anything until he hits the ground. She's oh, become a master cool. at this game. I suck at it. But <laughs> she is so good and she'll play it for hours. Um what? But I think I think of, of all these games that were based on Tetris, mm. my favorite is a game called Lumines Law that was on Xbox 360. And it's kind of along the same lines as Tetris where you get like a block, like a a four-square block, and it'll have different colors or something on it, but you've got this long playing field and a scanner that runs along the top. Mm -hmm. And the scanner, like, it'll go all the way from left to right, and then start over from left to right. And what it's doing is it's scanning for any combination of four or more of the same color of any block. And then, like, as you're creating these things, it'll scan those and take those away and give you points based on it, and then whatever's left over will fall, and you've kind of got to build on that. It's so fun, but the music is so good, too. Like, oh, yeah. it is one of the ultimate, like, just sit-and-chill puzzle games. Uh, and again, the last time I played it was on Xbox 360. They've come out with, like, a version or two of this on every system since then. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know there's definitely one on Switch. And, and I actually was uh, watching somebody uh, streaming it or whatever, and they called it Luminous. Yeah. And I was like... Oh, I wonder oh, if that's how it's pronounced. Well, That's the thing. I was like, no, it's Lumines.
3: I've always call called that? it
2: Lumines. <laughs> I have too. And then I, I, when I was looking it up on, on Wikipedia here, and it, it has on there, it says pronounced Luminous.
0: I was like,
3: oh, oh shit. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You've rocked my entire world. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, there's the English language for you. You add that right? E, changes the pronunciation and all. Well, that's on them for spelling it weird. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other falling block games uh, we want to get out of the way since we're talking about that genre?
1: I do have one more. Okay. Um and this is one that I don't think any one of you has played. Well, maybe Jay, but there was a uh, another Game Boy game based on one of my favorite films of all time called Stargate. Um, <laughs> and so for the Game Boy, they put out a game on like the NES, the SNES, and the Game Boy. And the Game Boy one is different from any of the other ones because it's not an action shooter; it's a puzzle game. And what it is is like you're you're basically looking at a Stargate, and these blocks fall into it, and you're trying uh. to like you get this. Like a collection of about seven symbols along the top. And what you do is you stack three of whatever symbol as they start to show up, you stack those to get rid of whatever's up top. But you won't obviously you won't always get the one you need, so you kind of place them around this circle. You only get so many spaces. Mm-hmm. And then they start to kind of stack up. And it's almost like you're looking at the Tetris board from above. Uh. Um, and it's it's really fun. The music unfortunately is not as good as Tetris I'm telling you, and man. it's super repetitive uh but the gameplay that's one of those games you turn the volume down and just play something else and you're fine. The gameplay is so good, it's tight. It's uh it's really addictive. Um and it kind of falls into the Stargate canon kind of. So that that <laughs> makes it kind of fun too. So the idea is you're trying to win like control of these Stargates across the universe. Mm. So at first, it's like you're playing against like Ra's like underlings. Then finally, the last like five levels, you're playing against Ra, and obviously everything's getting faster, and you've got more combinations you need to put together at the same time, and your opponent is doing stuff against you at the same time as well. So he's making your stacks go higher. So you've got to clear those out before you can finish up your your combination. Oh, fun! It's a it's a really fun game. Again. The only place you're going to find it is on the Game Boy. Um, But it's a a fun puzzler. A nice falling block puzzler, if you will. (laughs) There
0: you go. No, you're right. I had not heard of that. Jay, had you? Uh, I had heard of it. I haven't played it, but I had heard of it. Um,
2: uh, One that I I had uh, uh, played that I don't think anybody else on here has is there was one from the Super Scope 6 that we talked about (laughs) a while back. And it was basically... um, you basically shot blocks as they would come in to stop them from stacking up until they matched the colors that you wanted to match. And then Uh. you would get the, the, that's what it was. Oh, that's clutter. I like that.
0: I don't know about you guys. I feel like um, I'm trying to keep my brain limber as we get older. And I feel like uh, these puzzle games, it's probably not helping at all, but uh, I like to think (laughs) that it's keeping my synapses firing, keep me from aging who knows yeah. so we'll find out
2: i mean there's there's actual uh studies that people yeah. are doing into these things not not just puzzle games but just video games in general and they're yeah. they're finding that it's it's helping uh kind of like it's helping to reduce the uh onset of yeah. uh, stuff like uh, alzheimers mm-hmm. and and dementia and things
0: like that yep. so yeah you heard it here first video games make you smart yep uh all right uh, Jason, since you are our uh, our guest this week, I want to kick things off with you. Uh, outside of falling block puzzle games, <laughs> just kind of going to open it up uh, to the category. What, what's a, what's a puzzle game that's a favorite of yours?
3: Uh, you know, and and this may be a little controversial, but Ooh. I'm going to say Tomb Raider is probably one of what? my uh, fav- favorite puzzle games. Now, oh, yes. now
0: which tomb? The original from the PlayStation
3: uh yes like the 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 and that's what i i kind of i like about the franchise, but I don't is it kind of branched off into more you know action act- or action yeah but i i mean some of those the the first like two Tomb Raiders some of those puzzles were some of the best i i mean and they were so epic and yes. monolithic and yes. i mean you know you you really had to think. Uh, in order to pull this off and some of them were timed and, you know, just the, the feeling of when you completed the puzzle and you got to see it move into place or, you know, they did that zoom out and it was just like, you know, you're this itty bitty speck of this entire, you know, statue or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, that those were very satisfying. That's a good
0: point. I, I never thought of that original Tomb Raider as a puzzle game, but yeah, that's what you're doing for the most part, solving puzzles. And uh, yeah, the one of the first ones to do it, kind of in 3D as a as a third person uh, action game.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, all, all the uh, did you even have weapons in the first one? I mean, if you it had, was, yeah, yeah, you had yeah, you had, you had, had, you had dual guns. pistols. Oh, that's oh, right, that's yeah. right. But I mean, it was it was to kill I, like wolves and yeah. snakes yeah. and stuff. I mean, I don't think there there was only one interaction with humans. Like through mm. that entire Yeah, I don't, remember, yeah I don't remember. I don't right. remember
2: much on humans. I do remember the T Rex. Yeah, uh, yeah. But other other than that, yeah, it was mostly just like wolves and spiders and, and snakes and shit. Yeah, oh my. yeah. And bats too. That's my
1: favorite. That my favorite part of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> wolves and spiders and snakes. Wolves and spiders and snakes and shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good pick. And and I have to say, um, when I was talking with Jen about some of our favorite puzzle games, she immediately went to like The Legend of Zelda. She was like, that game yeah. is mostly puzzles. Puzzle. Yep, uh, yes, and I I, I yep. poo pooed that because I was like, yeah, but there's so many other elements to it. It's not strictly a puzzle game. It's it's equal parts that and action and exploring and it's it's you know RPG elements. It's so many different things. But yeah, yeah, some of the favorite and especially Breath of the Wild. Like all the shrines, there's 120 yep. of them. There's basically 120 yeah. mini puzzles. And, and yep. I say mini, but some of those have puzzles within puzzles. You know, mm-hmm. right. Uh, but I'm not counting yep. those on my list. But uh, I'm glad and, that Jason did that. Yeah.
2: And even like the the water temples, they're like oh, famous for yeah. for just being massive
0: puzzle dungeons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have another uh, game like that on their list of puzzle games? Fall into that category? No. 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 Good. I actually All right. don't. All right. Well, you follow directions. Uh, Jason did not. I'm sorry, Jason. That is <laughs> not count. <laughs> no. You do not pass go. No. You do not pass I mean, you're miles. right. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, tons of puzzles in that, and other uh, other games of its ilk. Nicely done. All right, I'm going to throw over to Joe.
1: Tell us about a puzzle game, Joe. Um, all right, so uh, I'm going to do kind of like what Joel did and get a big one out of the way yeah. that I think we're we're all we're all thinking of. Um, Portal. yes Yes, on my list that was was my next one (laughs) (laughs) that was
2: gonna be mine too yeah
1: absolutely one of the greatest puzzle games Mm -hmm. uh uh and it it does what a puzzle game is supposed to do it teaches you the basics Mm -hmm. and then slowly gets you thinking outside the box to solve these puzzles to the point where you feel like a genius when you figure some of these things it's it's really fun and you know uh, you get that um uh wh- wh- that dopamine hit every time mm-hmm. like you get through a level and you're just like and it keeps you going and like all right, I could do one more after this, let yeah, me do yeah. one more, yep. and the fact that they also layer it with a really engaging story too yes. Uh, yes. that they didn't have to like it was just yeah, yeah. on its own it would have been fine, but they give you a really cool story too, and then you know the the memorable credit music uh oh, yeah. still alive please um uh, yeah. it's it's, it's kind of got a little bit of everything and it does all those things right. Yeah.
3: And a, yeah. another, another game that had a sequel that did it justice. Yes, yes. absolutely. You know, yes. That, you know, you know, that, that was such a good game and to have a follow-up that was just as good, uh, not that better. added to the story. Better, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, that. Absolutely wonderful game
1: because they decided oh, to put money into it. Like this, yeah. the first Portal was just basically a demo that the that the Valve yeah. guys just put together as kind of a fucking around thing. Like right.
2: the, the the way that Portal came about, there was a, a game uh, that was done by a bunch of students at DigiPen that the, it was basically their their uh, senior thesis game. Essentially, mm. uh, it was called Narbacular Drop, mm. and it rolls
0: right off the tongue. Great title. yes exactly well yes. they they they, they, on that they
2: that they actually chose the name Narbacular because it doesn't exist in any other dictionary so it'd be easy for <laughs> internet searches um, spoken like a couple of engineers exactly exactly uh, but yeah somebody from valve was uh, at digipin when all the students were showing off their stuff and they got really and they were like really excited about this and brought it up to Gabe Newell who owns valve. And he invited them to come in and show off the game and everything. And he was like, "You're all hired! Wow! And let's start working on a game." And ah. that's how Portal came out. It's, it's amazing. The Narbacular Drop is is very similar concept. It has the the portals that you go through, but it's a whole different style of game.
0: Yeah. If uh, for any listener who has never played Portals one or two, uh, it's basically uh, Do yourself a favor. Yes, do yourself a favor. Some of the greatest games. I finally went through them uh, over 2020 uh, when mm-hmm. we were playing a bunch of video games at home. Uh, and can't believe I'd sat on that for so long. So ingenious. You basically got, well, it, it progresses. You start off with just like one portal gun. You have a little gun that basically shoots a portal in a wall or floor or ceiling or whatever, uh, sometimes moving platforms um, that allow you to jump into this hole that you've created and pop out somewhere else. And at a certain point, you get two guns, one for an entrance and one for exit, so you can jump into a hole and come out the other hole. And one of the great things throughout the game is, as you continue, they keep finding new ways to kind of play with that mechanic. And just when you think they're like, oh, this is brilliant, I can't believe they, they found a way to do this, there's something even more uh, to the point where at the they... end, yeah. when you're doing kind of these infinity jumps... When you're that's using, what I was about to say, using the momentum learn, and the yes. gravity.
1: Use your momentum to make it across these long jumps. Yes. That's so brilliant.
0: So crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love those games. And and it it hurts my brain to think about how they even program that into the computer. There's no other way you can replicate that in, in real life. Like playing that mm-hmm. game, that is a, a mechanic that is made, tailor-made for video games, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they,
2: they even like stepped it up again when they came out with the sequel not just in the in the single player portion of the yes. game which you know stepped up everything and in, in in especially in like the storytelling and the and the humor and all that but the multiplayer yes the co-op and you having four portals now that you're basically mm-hmm. two people are, are mm. controlling two separate portals and having to figure out these puzzles that they that they build with this and it just gets super intricate and super uh, there was one oh my god um and i think it's still on my on my twitch archives mm. uh where i was playing uh, co-op with ralph and we got stuck on this one level i swear to god we were on the level at least an hour and a half trying to figure it out it was the simplest thing once we figured it out
0: yeah they always but
2: are it was like it was yeah but it was like and we stream that whole thing, and it, it, so it's like you can watch it from start to finish. <laughs> all,
0: all hour worth, all hour and a half. That's awesome. One puzzle. Yeah, Portal's come up a couple of times on this podcast, um, both in our co-op episode, um, and what was the other episode we talked about Portal? Um, you know, I want to say it was my backlog game. That's what it was. I was going to say a, yeah,
2: either a backlog game or something that we that we've uh, just played recently. Mm-hmm. That's what um, it was. And I'm pretty sure we probably had it up in the in one of the music things because I mean, still alive. Oh you yes, that's what it like was.
0: That. Our music episode, yeah. Portal, all over this podcast. All right, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. so thank you for bringing that up. We got that out of the way. Just going through the big ones before we get to some of these. Uh, I don't want to say smaller because there's no small games. Just small. there are some small games. There are some small games. That's a lie. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I'm going to talk about one next um, because it's a game that I have also talked about previously. Uh, called Baba is You. Are you guys familiar with this puzzle game? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Fairly recent one. Just came out a couple of years ago. Man, you want to talk about rudimentary graphics? Like this is almost like, you know, DOS, <laughs> like level graphics. Uh, very minimal colors. Kind of Atari twenty six hundred looking graphics. Uh, very, very kind of blocky. Uh, but what you're playing it for are these crazy puzzles, man. Um, the rules, and, and I'm never able to explain this. It, much like The Matrix, nobody can be told what Baba Is You is. You have to experience it for yourself. So I, I recommend go to YouTube and kind of watch some gameplay, uh, read some reviews of it. But um, it's it's part kind of word-based. Like, you know, picture a, a, a grid. The grid. Um <laughs> I pictured the streets for <laughs> yes. a
3: circuit board,
0: but it's uh, it's it's mostly black. You're this little uh, sheep character, I think, right? Hence the the Baba, uh, and and in in every level they're very, they're single screen levels, much like an Atari 2600 game, uh, and and they all kind of introduce different obstacles. But there's also words um, that that kind of make up the rule of each level. Uh, baba is you. Are, are, are these three blocks of words that are on screen and your little character can can push them and they're different they're different words sometimes uh, the word stop you know baba is stop um, it, it, fire is stop so like, like there's descriptors for all of the different kind of obstacles that are on a particular screen and as you kind of rearrange these block words it literally kind of changes the rules of each level and so you kind of have to use that to uh, think your way out of what seems like an insurmountable, you know, there'll be one level where... and every level is you're trying to get to the exit. Um, and There's there's an exit that you can clearly see on the other side of the screen, but it's usually blocked by you know, a wall or a river or fire. Um, and so you kind of have to figure out how to... And all you can do is kind of push these little blocks around. Um, so it's part changing the rules of the game by, by making the words change the rules, but then also... Uh, Again, it, my brain hurts trying to explain it, but really clever, really unique. I've never played another game like it. And uh, in the way that Portal makes you feel smart, Baba is You will make you feel dumb because you'll get to a certain point. I Like, I finally had to nope out of that game where I was like, I'm just not smart enough to figure this out. Like, I was... W- when you start relying on YouTube to get through uh, each level. That's when you're like, all right, I'm tapping out.
1: It defeats the purpose of playing it when you're looking up all of the solutions.
0: But for the first 25 or 30 levels of Baba is You, man, I I did feel like a goddamn genius. So yeah, check out Baba is You. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's my puzzle game. All right. We did, uh, Jason, we've done, Joe, have we done you? Yeah, I was the one that picked Portal. You did Portal? All right. Uh, Then Jay, we're going to punch it on over to you, buddy. All right. Uh, I'll go with
2: one that's kind of a spatial recognition, I suppose. Hmm. Uh, and it, I, I think it launched with the Switch, uh, called Snipper Clips. Oh yeah, yeah. It's this it. one, it's it's basically um, your your two, I guess your two pieces of paper, mm-hmm. uh, that, and if you're a single player, you control both of them. But you can you can do multiplayer, um, but you use the the Joy Cons and you rotate them around, and it actually rotates the 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 character of the paper on the screen or whatever. And essentially the whole point of it is you're trying to create shapes to fill a certain, you know, whatever shapes on the screen, uh, with these two things. So you, you start to put yourself over at the top of each other and then you cut. And so then you have your, your body changes shape as you're cutting, Ah. uh, uh, cutting things away. So if you've got these two kind of rounded, little, almost pill-looking shapes that you've got to turn into like a triangle or something, you got to figure out how to turn them around and cut certain parts of them off to fill in this triangle. Uh, but they also have other other modes where you're uh, trying to move a ball from uh, you know, one side of the screen over to a goal on the other side of the screen, so you have to cut yourself out to be like the shape of a, of a Something that'll hold the ball in it while you carry uh, it across the screen. Clever. So, yeah, it's it's a clever little clever little puzzle game.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I, it's a great great co op game too. Great co op game.
0: I believe uh, our very own Mark Zamora mentioned that on a uh, on a past episode. anybody else played that one?
1: I almost picked it up, and the guy at the store. If you believe this, <laughs> Talk the guy at the it. store was like, he was like, "Don't get it. It's not very fun. Don't get it." Uh, I was like, "Oh, okay." Aren't you supposed to be convincing me to buy this yeah, stuff? <laughs> Just Is GameStop? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can't listen no. to those guys. <laughs> yeah.
1: Go with your own
3: gut. Some yeah, people like uh,
0: different games. And yeah, that's a good yeah. puzzle one. That's <laughs> true. Sure. Nicely done. All right, let's keep this train of moving. Jason, we're back to you. Puzzle games,
3: go. So uh, this is total nostalgia. Um, probably the second actual computer game I ever played. Wow. Uh well, uh, modern-ish computer game, uh, Lemmings. Yes, oh my yes. God, Lemming. Lemmings. Yes, <laughs> it's on my list too. You know, uh, it was on. I think it came out for maybe it came out for the NES or was it the yes. Super Nintendo? I think yeah. it was the Super Nintendo. Right, it
1: came out for the Super <laughs> Nintendo. It was one of the launch titles for Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It
3: also come out for the NES as well. Yeah. Oh, oh did it come out for the mm-hmm. NES? Oh no. wow. Okay. Um. Uh. But yes, that was. I mean, I don't know how many hours I spent trying to save those stupid little lemmings. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh but I mean it was so addictive. Uh you know you you I, there was no real story behind it but you just felt emotionally attached to these little mm-hmm. creatures and mm-hmm. wanted to keep them from running off a cliff, oh, yeah. you know, cliff and killing themselves. <laughs> yeah, right. and, you know.
1: Do you guys remember a game called The Lost Vikings? Yep. And it yep. was like so you had three Vikings, one had a shield, one had a sword, and i can't remember what the like I the other one had maybe was. a bow and arrow or something and like you're lost in these caves and you have to use each of their abilities to kind of like one person could do this thing while the other one can do that and you kind of set them up and get them through the cave by using their abilities at a certain point like and that's kind of how i thought about lemmings too like lemmings was like well you get this lemming can do this thing and this lemming can do this thing and you've got to use them to like that was it seemed to be kind of something that was trending at the time and then suddenly it just like fizzled out yeah I was gonna say until uh Trine came out and it's very similar
2: to mm. the lost Vikings in that in that sense where you have you have three characters you've got the 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 warrior that has the shield and the sword and you've got the bow and arrow user and then you've got the magic user and you have to uh switch between them or have a three three players that can play it. No,
1: you know, do or do not. There is no trying.
2: <laughs> oh my Button. God! And oh I'm out. God. <laughs> Mike drop. Wow, wow. But yeah, so you, you have the you have their their different abilities. Like the magic user can create platforms or little boxes that you can use to stack up uh, or or traverse uh, gaps or things like that. The the bow and arrow user is the only one that has like a a, a hook shot so that they can swing across platforms. So as you flip between them, or if you're doing multiplayer, one person has to run off on their own and do something, but if there's enemies coming up, you got to get you got to figure out how to get the warrior over to them so that they can take care of them. So, oh,
3: nice. Uh, cool, pretty cool thing. It, aren't, aren't they up to number three? Four. Four. Four? Four. Wow. Really? Yeah. No, I played maybe the original and maybe two for just a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, they were pretty decent. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, since we're talking about uh, Lemmings and Trine and, and what was the other one?
3: The Lost
2: Viking. Lost, Lost Viking. Viking.
0: Uh, in the same vein, a uh, game on my list uh, is Pikmin. Pikmin's 1, 2, and 3. Yes. I'll throw in there, although Pikmin 2, I think, is my favorite. Uh, yes. But very similar to Lemmings, just kind of in a three-dimensional space. You know, this, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this time... In mean, Lemmings, you're kind of like a godlike like character. We're, we're, you're never seen, yeah. you're never shown on screen, but you have yeah. control over these Lemmings and where they can go, and, and you're trying to get them to, to accomplish a task. Uh, and Pikmin is the same way, except you do have a little guy running around, a little alien, uh, that is a small alien in an oversized Earth world. So you get, like, you know, aluminum cans and all these, like... Larger than life um, obstacles that you have to get your little Pikmin around, and I think ultimately you're trying to collect uh, parts to get your spaceship working again. Yeah, spaceship. Yep. Uh, but but these Pikmin are these little. Um, I don't know how would you describe them. They're kind of like out of a Miyazaki film. They're kind of like little. Yeah. Uh, they basically look like little onion sprouts.
2: But... Yeah. Or, or but
0: like with eyes, yeah, they're kind of like Korok seeds from Breath of the Wild yes. as well. Yeah, uh, just these little characters, and same thing. Uh, different colored Pikmin can do different things. Some are uh, some can swim. Some are uh, immune to electricity, uh, and you kind of have to use all their different abilities to to get through the landscape and collect the the piece that you're looking for. Um, and man, a great combination of uh, these uh, intricate puzzles you have to solve, but uh, just uh, kind of cute and charming graphics in a way that only Nintendo can do. Um, Yeah, man, if you have not played a Pikmin game, do yourself a favor. There's a reason why they're always highly rated, and um, I I had a copy of Pikmin 2 for the GameCube, and uh, back 20 years ago when I was selling all my GameCube games, maybe 15 years, uh, didn't realize how much the, the, the cost had gone up on Pikmin 2, and I think it went for like 70, 80 bucks, I dropped it on eBay, and it was gone within a matter of minutes, and I felt wow. like an asked because yeah. I was like, well, shit, I could have gotten more for that. I should have asked for yeah. more. But, uh, yeah, Pikmin. Uh, all right. Well, so sorry, Joe, I kind of
1: skipped over you because I wanted to tag on to the Lemmings thing with Pikmin. It's but okay. We'll go back to you now. Um, okay. So there's a game on the Switch. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it or played it. It's called Gorogoa.
3: Yes. Hmm.
1: Yeah. You, have you heard of it? Okay. I've heard of so, it, yeah. This game is outstanding. Like, it's really, like, a heady kind of... So it starts with a picture. Like, you get one picture, and it's kind of a scene. It sets the scene for what's going on. And you're kind of mostly a guy looking out a window. So something will happen, and then you can, like, kind of, like, pan back from the window to the room. And then you can kind of take a layer of that picture and remove it and put it over here. So that way now you see the picture without, like, the window frame in the middle. You see the picture. And then, like, you can kind of explore, like, on this side and pull that back out a little bit more. And now you're Uh. outside of the room where the window was. And you're seeing the house from the outside. And, like, the whole point is, like, you're kind of supposed to be telling a story with these pictures. And you're manipulating these pictures from the same landscape to, like, achieve a puzzle. Like, to try to get, like, like let's say... You're looking out a window and you see a city, and then you see a giant like sea serpent go through the city. So okay, so you're like you take the cityscape, move that, and kind of pan in until you're on the rooftop garden of some an, another building, and then you notice that like the tree area lines up with like a tree line that's in the other picture. So you're trying to kind of make them all like uh... match up or whatever. It's so complex, and it, I mean it's easy to get the hang of, but it's a really complex game, and like each level really makes you think and it is one of those games that and we've touched on this before like when you finally solve something when you Mm. kind of figure out what the game master is trying to like tell you the story they're trying to tell you like you really feel like you have learned so like you've grown (laughs) as a person you're like wow like that that's really amazing like that they communicate. when you feel like someone's communicating something to you through a game yes it's kind of special uh and i think it's on sale it might be on sale right now Mm. on the switch marketplace I definitely recommend you give this game a shot. Tell me
0: the name again? Gora Goa. G O R yeah. O G O A. G O R O G O A.
1: Oh yeah. The music to it is awesome. The And that's I mean for me a puzzle game really has to have like good engaging music that isn't too invasive either. Like it has to be just that perfect like background you know kind of get me in the mood but don't distract me. You know what I'm saying? Interesting.
0: Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. 14.99 on Nintendo Switch Gora Goa. All right, adding that to the list. Nicely done. All right, Jay, you are up again, bud. All right. Uh, this one was one
2: that came out on the PS3, and I don't know if it ever came out on anything else. Uh, I wish it had because I, I really miss it and I want to play it. Uh, it's called Echo Chrome, and it's it's basically, you know how M.C. Escher, um, oh. like the, the, the landscapes and stuff that he does that are like impossible landscapes mm-hmm. that... You know, you got stairs that go into things, or, or water that runs around that shouldn't be possible to do it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Think of that in a video game form, and you basically you have this you have this guy. It's like a little shadow of the guy, basically, and he he walks, and that's all he does, just walks in a straight line. Mm-hmm. And you've got this level that you you'll have different parts of it, like different uh, different sections of it that are all broken apart and you've got to rotate it around until they all connect together and then the guy can walk and get to the path to go to the exit that's cool and then the later levels you know they'll start throwing in things like uh little portals that will take him from one section to another so you've got to figure out how to rotate those around so that the portals go to the right place to get him to go to the to the towards the exit wow. so wow it's it's a mind bender, but it's great, great fun. I'm, I'm looking at there's screen a,
0: grabs of it now. Yeah, it's even kind of black and white, and in that kind of hand yes. drawn style, like an M.C. Escher. Yes. This is incredible. There's a
1: game. There's a game on the Switch called The Bridge, which is kind of like a spiritual yes. successor to this. Yes, and I love it's that one M.C. Too. Escher style uh, artwork, a guy walking, and you've got to kind of change the layout of levels. But there's a gravity thing too. And if things fall, like, you got to make sure you don't kill the guy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. In fact, I started playing that one when uh, my wife's friend Val was staying in town. Uh, and she was watching me play this game. And she was like, what the fuck is this? I was <laughs> like, oh, it's this game called The Bridge. It's really cool. And she was watching me play it. She's like, at one point, she just gets up. She goes, it's too early for me to have to think this hard. Uh, yes. But, but yeah, like, the the bridge just along the, the same lines of Echo Chrome Uh, And the only reason I'm sorry I jumped on, Jay, is because you said, like, I don't think they've made another one. Like, this is a great spiritual successor to that game, and it's available now. Absolutely. Grab it. Yeah, no, these, it's a fun one.
0: Oh, I love the look of this. Nicely done. All right, well, I think that brings us right back around to Jason.
3: Well, again, with, uh, this may be an unpopular uh, Uh uh, uh, choice, but uh, Monkey Island all of the monkey yes. islands. All right. Sure. Uh, I, I think, I think I've mentioned that on every podcast <laughs> I've been on. <laughs> yes. uh, that's just, it's such a good series. It has, I mean, it, cause everything's a puzzle, you know, in order to progress, it's a point and click puzzle. Uh, it is incredibly creative. Uh, you know, it's by everybody's favorite Lucas, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Lucas arts did them. Uh, and, very. the The story is awesome. It's got great humor, uh, and the puzzles are usually just very slapstick and uh, completely outrageous. Yes. Um. So I, uh, you know, uh, there's there's nothing like you know watching Guybrush Threepwood get you know shot out of a cannon or you know whatever. Um, I love that name. Yeah, uh, yes. Uh, you know, uh, so, some of the, you know, the 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 Lechuck scenes are just great. Uh, it's just so, so well-rounded and I think very unappreciated, you know, underrated. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those puzzles are just uh, so stupid and so ingenious <laughs> and so funny. Uh, you know, if if you if you haven't played it, I'm sure there are YouTubes, uh, of some of the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some of the, the end results of the puzzles and walkthroughs, uh, and ev- eventually, I mean, maybe that's what I'm going to do with that really expensive fucking video card just sit around <laughs> and lo- load up a scum, scum VM and yes. replay, you know, <laughs> 16 yes. bit games, uh, you know, um, but uh uh I, I always found those very fun uh to play and replay. yeah.
0: how many of those are there? Are are just two?
3: No, there's there was, five. Was it? Oh God. was there five? Oh wow yeah I there was there, three no there's there's uh the first three were done by Lucas Arts, and then I think the fourth and fifth one uh, uh the the last one was done by Telltale.
2: Okay, oh, interesting uh, and,
3: and that and maybe that was maybe that was number 4, but I th- I think it's up to 5 now. Uh in a totally different style like it was very uh it was all dull shaded. Oh. Um, so you know instead of the the sprites and stuff, uh you know it 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 really became an even more beautiful game uh just with that added artistic flair. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was my pick. Nice.
0: Good one. Good pick. Uh, all right, uh, Joe. I think we stalled long enough for you to finish your dinner. So, uh, I'm oh, thank th- you throw so much. I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> I was like, I don't want this to get any colder, man. Um, okay, so the this next game is a uh, it's a puzzle game. A really ty- like no story to it. Really, you're a uh, you're a thief, and the whole point of it is you're trying to like crack safes. You're just trying to crack safes. Uh, it's a, a really simple game on the iOS that you play on your Apple Watch. And it's called Pocket Bandit, oh, and really? what happens is that, like that you doesn't go... sound. <laughs>
3: does your Pocket Bandit play Pocket Pool? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he sure does.
1: Uh, so what happens is on your Apple Watch, you'll see like um, like a, the 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 tumbler to a to to a lock, and mm. so like you're going through, and the haptics on the, on the Apple Watch will start like. Uh, Tapping more like what? as you get to like the number that you have to get to, but like it'll say like okay, you've got to get to this certain number, but then you might have to go like uh, hit it twice, like go right twice, then go left, then go right again, and like it gives you different directions for each one of these safes, but it's just like a cool time waster while you're sitting at like the at a desk and like so you've got to figure out what the combination is, and then you've got to figure out the sequence in which to do it so you're, you're robbing these different places and you're just you're cracking safes using your Apple watch. Which I'm doing right now. You can't see it, but I'm doing the motion <laughs> as if as if I'm doing the uh the lock and stuff. But it's it's a fun little time waster. If you can find it in the iOS store, if you have an Apple Watch and you can find it for like ninety nine cents, I would recommend it. It's it's not bad, but if you if you don't, it's not worth like chasing after. Like oh, I need to play this game, but it is a decent time. No,
0: waster. that sounds ingenious. So let me get this straight. So you're, you're you need the phone and the watch. You're playing both at the same yeah. time, right? Okay, you're yeah. just using yeah. the watch. The watch is kind of giving you
1: clues. But the, that's, Yeah, the watch is the watch is how you're trying to crack the safe.
0: What an ingenious use of yeah, the cool. little haptic yeah. feedback on the watch. Uh, and yeah, of course it's it's already got to be paired to your phone. So uh, yeah, man. I never thought, I've never heard of anything
1: like that. I love that. It's a fun deal, fun deal, man. What's it called again? Uh, Pocket Bandit. Pocket Bandit, that's right.
0: (laughs) It makes me laugh every time. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. All right, that's worth 99 cents. All right, is it on to me? No. It is on to you. Yeah, you're next. Uh, All right, well, uh, I'm going to talk about, uh, again, another Nintendo game, first-party Nintendo game. Uh, They do, come to think of it, they have a lot of my favorite puzzlers. And uh, this is one that I just discovered in the past year as well. Uh, it was kind of a throwaway purchase. I think they had it on sale, and uh, if you know Nintendo, they're not one for sales. It was probably like five dollars off. Uh, but I'd heard enough good things about uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker Toad treasure. that it was uh, worth a pickup. And man, is that one of my favorite puzzle games!
1: It's um, crazy fun, man. And the man. fact that any any game that's in the Mario franchise mm-hmm. being on sale it's kind of like you need to scoop it up when you can because yep, they very yeah. rarely do sales on those things.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and I did, and we got hours of enjoyment out of that game. Now, if you've played Super Mario 3D World, I always screw that up. Uh, it originally came out on the Nintendo Wii U. It just got re-released last year on Nintendo Switch, so a whole new audience is discovering it. There are these little mini-games throughout that game um, where you take control of Captain Toad. We all know Toad, a little mushroom guy, red and white hat. Um, except, uh, these little mini games are 3d puzzles where, you know, with the right joystick, you can kind of control the perspective. You're looking at this 3d puzzle and with the left controller, um, you control little captain toad. There's no jumping, uh, which, which plays into the, some of the puzzles you have to solve. You can just walk left, right, and up, down. Um, and you kind of have to just move the, the camera, the virtual camera around so you can see where you are. But some really ingenious puzzles uh it's not super difficult, but as you just like any other Nintendo game as you progress through the levels, and I think there's something crazy, like one hundred and twenty levels or something in this game uh yeah it's it's it 's another one of those games where you think you beat it, and then it turns out you 've got another fifty percent of the game to play yep. uh, and we did we just fell in love with it and Great to find out and uh, I, I think we one hundred percented of that game because uh, it was so fun to play yeah it's it's a you can run into enemies, and you can die any number of ways. Um, but I think in each level, you basically have to collect what, like, five jewels, or I, I don't even remember now. There's there's objects um, in each in each level, but yeah, uh, yeah. great looking graphics like five stars too. And- yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. it is. It's yeah, it's five different stars in every level, um, and the
2: jewels are like bonus ones if you
0: can find those exactly. Uh, and there's some levels where you have uh, multiple toads that you're controlling, um, mm. that you kind of have to. Get them all on one platform, and that's that's a puzzle in itself. Just some really ingenious stuff. Great uh, art style, and uh, yeah, fun to be had by all. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, check it out. All right, uh, I'm going to throw it to Jay one more time, and then I think we're going to go around the horn one more time. uh, So cue up your last picks, and then we'll do some honorable mentions to uh, to wrap this up. But uh, before we get there, Jay, what do you got, bud? All right, all right, Uh, I'm going to go with uh,
2: one that's it's called. Picross or Picross. 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 Uh, um, and it's uh, it's very similar to like a crossword puzzle, but it's with making pictures. Yeah. Uh, but it's basically, I've seen variations from like all different kinds of themes. Like there's a Super Mario version mm. and there's, uh, uh, that's like the only one that I know. <laughs> there's a <laughs> Pokemon one. An actual, yes, that's right. There is a Pokemon one. Um, but yeah, it's basically you have, you have this grid of uh, rows and columns and there's numbers on each one of them. And the numbers basically tell you uh, there's either uh, one or two. And I think up to like five, I think is is the largest one that I've seen uh, where it'll tell you how many pixels you need to uncover. And you, you, you figure out from there based on the what's on the rows and what's on the columns where those pixels are actually going to be. And once you actually get the puzzle undone and, and figured out, it creates a whole picture for you. And it, it it's another one of those ones. It's like, like Joe was talking about. I've, I've played on, on my uh, phone uh, for several years where you just are sitting and like waiting for your oil change or whatever. And it's just like just going through and <laughs> perfect little, perfect little game for that.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I've heard of that. I haven't played it yet, but uh you, You've got me intrigued. All right, oh, last yeah. round. Here we go. Uh, Jason.
3: Uh, so fi- final pick is going to, uh, it's almost a, a genre, hmm. uh, but you mi- you mentioned it earlier uh, uh, when we were all just bullshitting, uh, or at least a group of them. Uh, but I'm going to say uh, Myst, Seventh Guest, yes. and Eleventh Hour. Wow, there um, we go. I'm going to take uh, those uh, off all, my list. <laughs> all, all three of those uh, were almost uh genre changing with oh, yeah. how how they approached the puzzle aspect of everything mm-hmm. it was almost like that that first realistic yes. type game you know or at least with seventh guest and eleventh hour you know mist was, was still a little gamey yeah, yeah. Uh, you know yeah. cartoony or or whatever um but it, yeah, it was a new style of game when when those came out. There was nothing before that that was really i mean you had maybe Zork uh text based you know that, that kind of would would be their uh what Zork evolved to mm-hmm. um uh but yeah all 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 three of those games very well done. the puzzles are awesome uh mist was frustrating is yeah. oh my god, um. Yeah but that's what made it such a great game. Um and uh, and so beautiful yeah. games too. Like I remember yeah.
0: seeing those like that was one of my first yeah. um uh exposures to like rendered 3D graphics in video games. Yeah. Yes. And I remember yeah. seeing uh, like a, like a teaser or like a trailer. Uh, I don't know if they had trailers for video games back then, but uh, and just thinking like this like this is a video game. This is something I can play. Uh, of yeah. course a lot of that stuff uh. is pre-rendered. Uh but but yeah, it, come for the graphics and stay for the puzzles because uh, those, yeah, uh, yeah. those are some great games.
2: Absolutely, yeah, kind of a, a spiritual successor to I think Miss specifically. is one called The Witness that mm-hmm. just uh, came out maybe a, a year or two ago, okay. uh, and I've I've heard that it's um, you know it's one of those ones that it, it starts off and it's like it's not too bad. You're you're able to get you know get through some of the puzzles no problem, but then it just starts ramping up and there are people that have rage quit over a, over a puzzle game.
1: We played The Seventh Guest a bunch at oh Jay's. My God, that yes. was where I discovered that game. Uh, I loved that game a lot. That's a good and one. Yeah. Like, I, was, I was both upset but happy that Jason brought it up because <laughs> that game was like going to church for me, like going yeah. through and doing the puzzles and experiencing that story over and again. Like you know, it was like nothing I'd ever played before. This child was murdered in this house, Like and it's all about his ghost uh, solving this puzzle and, like, kind of unleashing the bad guy's spirit again and, like, yeah. you know, freeing himself. Like, the, the whole thing was, like, really deep when you think about it. Uh, I remember they, like, released a strategy guide for it, which was a script to the entire, like, story. Yeah. Like, all the all the uh, the scenarios had the scripts there, too. And I was like, oh, man, that is so awesome. I definitely need to own that. Um, but, you yeah, know, Seventh Guest is really good. Really, really good.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, Joe, I hope you have more games on the list since uh, those three have now been crossed off, but uh, let's hear.
1: I do. Hmm. I do. I think uh, I have four games left. This one, though, I I think the rest can be honorable mentions. This one I have to talk about. Uh, It's, um, again, my wife's friend Val. uh, She's she's a gamer, and she recommended this one to me once, uh, and I'd never heard of it. It's so cool. It's, uh, the first time I played it was on PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. It's called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes.
0: Yes.
2: yes. So oh, I love that what the
1: idea. So you guys are all familiar with it. I've heard of so it. So the idea behind this game is, like, one person's wearing the VR headset, and in that VR space, you're sitting in a room with a bomb. Yep. And they have to describe. They have a certain amount of time, like, so that bomb starts ticking. They've got to describe what they're seeing. Meanwhile, like, the other people that are, like, in the room with you or whatever... Like your friends, they have like manuals and stuff. And so you've got to describe what the bomb looks like. And based on the manual, they'll look up and see, like, okay, this bomb has these. And it's kind of like a process of elimination as you describe, like, how many panels there are, how many, like, what stickers are on it. And so they're supposed to kind of narrow down what the bomb is. And then they walk you through disarming it. And. When you're with the right group of people, like this is the most fun game in the world to play, but you have to be communicating with each other, and that's yep. something that sometimes people are really shy about doing in these kind of scenarios, but yeah, as, as long as you've got a group that isn't shy about talking with each other, this game is a literal blast, pun intended. Nice, <laughs> yes.
0: Well, where are we going to find uh, three or four other individuals who aren't shy about talking with another about video games? <laughs> I don't know anybody.
1: I don't know anybody either, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a long shot. but uh, <laughs> I'll just have to get my kids. <laughs> what does the bomb
3: look like? <laughs> um,
0: all right. Well, for my final choice, this is a tough one. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Fez. I'm going to go with Fez. Um, it's one that I've... Yeah. Another indie game, I believe, from 2013. Uh, kind of... A, a platformer in ways, you know, you're a little oh, guy. Platformer. Yeah, yeah, you're you're jumping around. Uh 3D technically, but very low-fi graphics, very blocky and 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 pixel arty Um but ingenious in the way that the puzzles come together. Um yes. so this is another difficult one to to describe because um it's while it is 3D, it, it looks flat. But you have the ability to rotate the entire Kind of level that you're on, uh, you know, I think it's 90 degrees, right? Uh, so you can see it from four different angles. But even though you can rotate the level in, in 3D, the mechanics are still like 2D ish. So, yes. you know, a, a platform that that is here that you can't jump to because you're able to jump, well, if you can rotate the level 3D, so the perspective makes it cl- closer, and now voila, in 2D space, you can now jump on that platform. Uh, and, and when you kind of see it in action and when you're able to wrap your mind around it, something just clicks and you're like, Oh my God, I, I get it now. Um, and from there they just keep amping up the, the complexity of the puzzles. I still have yet to beat that game. Uh, cause I, it gets very difficult near the end. Uh, but for the first couple of levels, super cool, super fun and a great soundtrack too. I believe, uh, a track from that game showed up in uh, one of our music episodes. You want to hear some of our favorite video game music episodes. We've done two volumes now, maybe a third one coming up later in the year. Uh, But yeah, uh, from puzzle to music to the look of it, um, Fez is, uh, is a great little independent game. We've all played that, right? You all know fez. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've oh, played yeah. it. The character's name that way I should mention because uh, he wears a little red little red hat, little fez hat. <laughs> Fez's, a little, a
3: little Fez's fez.
0: are cool. Mm-hmm. And fezes yeah. are cool. And fez, fez are very cool. is cool. Uh all right. Well, that is <laughs> oh, that was my last one and we go now to Jay to uh round out this last volley. All right.
2: Uh well, this one I guess I guess it would be kind of a not really a genre but it's like a not a and not even really a series of games it's just several games that have kind of the same kind of mechanic uh World of Goo and there's mm-hmm. Bridge Constructor or Bridge Builder there's there's two different ones that are basically the exact same game and then Fantastic Contraption and essentially what these games are is you have Whatever your character is, like in world of goo, you're these little balls of uh like oily kind of a goo thing that as you as you put them together they they start to form connections between each other, so you have like these little uh these little arms that come out of not arms but like these little webs that come out of them, so they'll start to stick together and then you build your way across a gap or build your way up a, uh, a cliff or something that you're trying to get all you, the rest of your little goo ball. So it's similar to lemmings in this way mm. so that they can get out to the exit. And then uh, all the, all the ones that you've built uh, this contraption out of it's all physics based. So you have things where if there's too many, or if it's going too long, but you don't have enough structure built up around as the goo balls are going across, it may collapse, and you'll have to uh, to start over huh. and, and figure it out. Same kind of thing with the bridge constructor set. You have the mm-hmm. you're building bridges basically, and you have cars that go across them. And and if it's not strong enough, of course the bridge will collapse. Or if it goes too much of an angle, they can't make it up to the over the bridge. So cool little cool little um uh, like figuring things out it's almost like engineering on a on a light scale
0: yeah oh I like the look of this one yeah
2: and that was one of the that was one of the first Wii games mm. that it was done by an indie uh, indie developer and they not just Wii they've, they've released it on pretty much everything that I can think of uh, I know it's on iOS I know it's on uh, Android
0: yeah looks like it's on um, Switch I think
2: on, yep and it's on Steam. So, yeah, wherever wherever you want to get it, you can probably find it.
0: That looks crazy. I love this. And it's great. It's great. Well-reviewed as well. Nicely done. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, of course, uh, we all have honorable mentions, I think. I believe. I've got a couple. Joe, sounds yeah. like you've got quite a few. Uh, let me just get a couple of mine out of the way. Uh, the One of my favorite developers, uh, Play Dead. Uh, in both of their games, limbo and inside, uh while yes. they are platformers, uh it is all revolved around solving puzzles uh and very macabre in the sense that your character will die numerous times uh very gory gory deaths um and, and you're both both times you 're playing like a like a child like a young boy uh, and there may not be a happy ending yeah and there 's yeah, <laughs> yeah. as, as with a lot of their games uh yes either an ambiguous yeah. or uh yes an unhappy ending as joe says and they're working on a third game right now that is uh, set in space. Uh I cannot wait for that to come out. Um yeah. still waiting for more news, but love the developers uh behind uh Limbo and Inside. Uh mm-hmm. b- 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 Jason, any honorable mentions for you? Yes, uh
3: Shadowgate. Mm. Oh, wow. Shadowgate's oh, a good oh, one. Yes. You know, that was, that was that was that was really I mean it was you know, that single room every every time that you had to figure out something to get past that room and yeah uh, uh i'm i'm gonna definitely say shadowgate um and then uh there's
1: a remake on the switch too
3: Yep. oh yes of shadowgate uh, yeah and then uh uh king's quest oh yeah, of the course King, the, the king's yes. quest you know however many six games there were or seven i, I maybe. think seven there yeah. were There were, I think, eight games. Oh, wow. And then
2: the one that just came out uh, that's like, I don't think it's a numbered one. I think it's just called King's Quest. King's Quest, yeah. But it Uh, was was fully 3D and all that stuff.
3: They rebooted it. Yeah. 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 Uh, And and it it actually, it it takes like a lot of the elements from like the first, all of the games, uh, or at least as much as I've played. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you're getting stuff from King's Quest one, you're getting a little from King's Quest two and three. Uh, so as, as soon as I get around to finishing that, hopefully it'll kind of end the way the the series ended. Um, but all those games were always fun to play, especially when it was, you know, rainy and stormy outside, you know, for some reason that was just the time to play them. Uh, One of my first computer games. Yeah. From yep.
0: Sierra, right? Makers of uh, yep. Carmen Sandiego.
3: Yep, that's right. Um, yeah, they, they also they also did the aptly named Police Quest. Police Quest. Quest. Which, <laughs> spoiler alert: You were a cop. Yeah, um, and <laughs> there was also Space Quest. Space Quest, and yeah. those were funny as hell. Uh, yeah. Yes, they um, were. Space yes, Quest was. was amazing. They did such a good job with those. Um, uh, another, you know, point and click, uh, but uh, you know, just. Yeah, they they bridged all genres uh, in the questing
1: stuff. Nice. All right. Honorable mentions carrying on. Uh, Joe? Uh, All right. So within that same vein that you were talking about, Joel, uh, with uh, Inside and Mm -hmm. uh, Limbo, there's a game called Braid that I played on the Xbox 360. Uh, It's kind of like what would happen if Super Mario Brothers was a hipster, heady, uh mindfuck <laughs> where <laughs> you could manipulate you know speed and direction uh and and it was so so cool like it, every level kind of looked like an oil painting um and it and it had a, a gr- again a great soundtrack to it mm-hmm. uh but it it was one of those games that like you could just kind of power your way through it but to get it done right you really had to exercise patience yep. and like it, it, to, to really master these puzzles you had to understand that like you could go forward, but then if you backed up, what you were doing is like you were moving time backwards twice as fast as you were moving forward. And so there were some enemies that weren't affected by the time changes or by the direction changes. And so like you had to use that to your advantage as you planned what you were gonna do in a level. So like to get yourself the perfect timing to get through a level, you had to find that perfect place to drop yourself in the middle of enemies walking through the levels mm. and stuff. Like, you couldn't beat an enemy. I mean, you could bounce on it and stuff, like in Super Mario Bros., but for the most part, you kind of had to use them as, like, a key to get to another part of a level. And uh. that's where it really bent the brain. Uh, <laughs> it was it's a it, it was a super clever game, really well done. I've been just dying for this group to get together to do a follow-up to it. So there's Braid... Uh, there was also we didn't mention this during the fallen bricks, fallen block section. Uh, Super Puzzle Fighter, uh, the Street oh, Fighter yes. game where you had to, where you kind of did a Tetris, and whenever you got like Tetris, it would do a fighting move or whatever up top. Uh, so that's a fun one. Uh, there's a game called Uncharted Fortune Hunter, and uh, and so you play Nathan Drake, and you're kind of put in the middle of these levels. So you get like a certain number of moves that you can make, where you have to get to a treasure and then get to the end of the level. Uh and so you'll get to different parts where like it involves you having to shoot things to raise different levels up or whatever uh it's sometimes it can be super frustrating uh but it's it still has some of that uncharted fun to it.
0: You know, and yeah. you and you bring up uncharted uh we should mention, you know, Jason you were talking about Tomb Raider earlier, uh and Uncharted's kind of like the spiritual successor to the, to that original game in the sense that yeah, there's a lot of action, there's a lot of running and shooting. But uh I I play that game for the puzzles, the huge Puzzles uh, that you have to have to solve in order to progress, right? Right. Yeah. Throw that yeah. in there as
3: well. For me,
1: the only thing that keeps that from being a puzzle game mm-hmm. is the fact that Nathan Drake does like straight up murder millions of people. Yeah. Puzzling certainly
0: takes a back seat to the uh, the bloodshed <laughs> and uh, climbing. So much climbing, so much climbing. There's yeah. a lot of climbing. Yeah. A lot of climbing. Uh, all right, Jay. Honorable mentions. Well, uh,
2: I just want to touch on on Joe's thing here for Braid. Uh, Touch on it. The
0: Witness was actually by the same guy. Hmm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, one guy created both of those games, right? I believe so, yeah. Did, like, the graphics Mm -hmm. and everything. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay, so honorable mentions. I have... uh, There's one that's kind of in the similar vein of Portal. Uh, You're using Mm -hmm. colored blocks, essentially, to uh, either build up or take down platforms that you use to, to get through the levels. It's called cube. Uh, oh yes. it's, it's spelled Q U B E, right. but it's all like period. So I, I think it actually is supposed to it's be a, an abbreviation an for something or an acronym for something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, great, great little game. Uh. It's one of the best ones. That's kind of the, in terms of being a portal clone that I've, that I've played uh and then there's Pikuniku uh which i believe is on the switch but mm-hmm. there's also you know steam and and probably other uh, other consoles as well uh where you're basically these this little mm, it's again it's like a little blob but you've got arms and legs uh and you can you can stretch to get taller or you can squeeze down real small and and you're you're it's one of those spatial uh, type of games where you're trying to uh, rotate the level around you and, and work your way out to get out of them. And it's a, it's another one that's a good co-op game um, because you can, you know, you can obviously work together to, to do these, do all the different puzzles. Uh, Brain age.
0: Oh, of course.
2: Another another great great series of, of yeah, just total, total puzzle games and then uh marble madness oh. was, uh, was my last
3: one there is that a puzzle game oh yeah it, it's it? it's it's a maze puzzle game Yep. Uh, i yep. was thinking about that one today nice. uh, that is that is a, a great call uh mm. frustrating yes. yet fun Yes. I always absolutely. get stuck
0: at the same level in that game. I've never progressed past like, level three or level whatever. one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it is early on in the game. It is very it's one of those trackball arcade games. Um, yes. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, fun as hell. All right. All right yeah, well, that's a puzzle there game. Was, sure.
2: There was there was kind of a, a spiritual successor to it that came out on the on the Wii called I think it was called Koron Ripa. Koron Rimpa, hmm. something along those lines. Um, but you were basically a, uh, not a marble, but you were like a, uh, a, a, a blob of like liquid metal. Hmm. Um, but the nice thing about it being on the, on the more modern system mm-hmm. was you could actually rotate the, the level around ah. rather than being stuck in that isometric view where you're, yeah. you know, having to, having to move your, your marble across and, and not Obviously not quite seeing the gaps that you need to get over sometimes with those isometric views. So now you can actually rotate it and see it and be like, oh, okay, I need to stop here and and go this way. Nice.
0: All right. Well, we did it. Those are all of our uh, puzzle games that are uh, fit to print and play. Uh, Of course, tons of puzzle games out there. One of our favorite genres, I think we're all agreed, Uh, a different type of video game, uh, but still uh, essential. As far as gaming goes, and uh, yeah some of our some of our favorite games and aren't you glad we started with the Tetris? Uh, Because here we are, an hour and a half, in. who the fuck wants to talk about Tetris now? (laughs) At this point?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sure, Uh, yeah, the blocks fall. It's really cool. (laughs) Uh,
0: Listeners, if there's uh, some puzzle games, some of your favorites we have failed to mention, uh, well, feel free to sound off on our Facebook page. Again, 16-Bit Gladiators there. uh, Or on Twitter, again, at 16-Bit Gladiators. Uh, And once again, our website is 16-Bit uh, all right. we have any plugs before I go into next week?
1: The latest episode of the uh, the Geek Roundtable podcast, we talk about Grogu, uh, a.k.a. Baby Yoda mm-hmm. from The Mandalorian. It's a good uh, episode. A fun conversation there where I traumatize uh, the fellow people on the <laughs> panel by s- suggesting that maybe the narrative would have improved on The Mandalorian. Not that it was bad, but that it would have improved had they killed off Baby Yoda. Uh, and <sighs> I was then... Uh, looked at and addressed like the monster that apparently yes. I am for the rest of the episode. Pearls were clutched on
0: that episode. Yes, <laughs> so tune it in was a of no, that it's, on, yeah.
1: it's always a good time with Kenny and, and that panel of folks. Like it's it's a it's a good time talking to them. Not as fun as talking with you guys. No, of course not. Um, Nothing is. But, uh, but, uh, yeah. I have a I have a good time with that.
0: Actually, <laughs> done. Like we'll check out that podcast and check out this podcast. 16-bit uh, gladiators. Where next week. Uh, we 're going to be talking about uh one of joe 's favorite uh i don 't want to say topics just favorite things ever i believe uh, if you 're a listener well, oh. yeah, uh, <laughs> second favorite things ever uh if you uh, listened to our movie review podcast the editing bay uh you 'll remember that we uh had no shortage of episodes with movies uh with ninjas in them. And so uh, we're going to move that over into the video game space and talk about video games with ninjas in them. That is our topic next week on 16-Bit Gladiators. Uh, Already I can tell several are popping into mind of our panel. Uh, I'm just thinking, like, you need to title that episode Ninja, please. Ninja, please. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we will. Uh, Subscribe Uh, to 16-Bit Gladiators uh, and be one of the first to hear that episode when it drops next week. Talking about ninjas. Uh, I ain't saying she's a gold digger, (laughs) but she ain't hanging with this broke ninja. (laughs) I may have to bleep that one out. Racially (laughs) insensitive. Wow, what a great panel this time. I always love having the four of us. Uh, Once again, Jason Jasinski joining us once again. Thanks for uh, making time out, carving it out, talking about some puzzle games. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Joe Cucinati, love having you on. Oh, this was a good topic, man. Thank you. Well, thank you. I agree. Uh, And I have to say, Jay, I don't know that I give Jay enough credit. I don't know that any of us do because, uh, man, Jay always brings it. Jay has an answer for every genre he is on every week. He is the only member of our panel here who has been on every iteration of this podcast, starting from uh, the original 8-Bit Gladiators, uh, and then when it switched over, uh, had new hosts. He was still there. Uh, and here you are today on this iteration, 16-bit gladiators. So uh, love having you on the podcast, Jay, and uh, you continue to bring it.
3: A it, it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Way nice. to level up. I appreciate. Yes. Way to level up.
1: No, but you've you like let's talk about MVP for most improved. Yes. <laughs> uh, like you've you've really you've you've come into your own with this. Absolutely. Very happy. So tune in next week and every week to hear
0: Jay and myself uh, and uh, whoever happens to be gracing us. I'm sure Joe will be with us next week. Uh, oh God, if there's ninjas. It, Yes, uh, And we'll have Jason again on, if not next week, sometime in the near future to talk about video games on this here podcast. Uh, and we will see you next week for another episode of the 16-Bit Gladiators. Bye, guys.
1: Thank you, guys. Bye.
0: That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we going to do now?
1: You've been
3: listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.